now I'm recording. Excuse me. Jesus. Number one victory royale. <clears throat> um, what did you say? I said number one victory royale. That's what royale. I thought there's you a, said. Yeah, there's a... I'm going to look it up. The song? Um... Yeah. Oh, I know the song. I used to sing that shit every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was my anthem. Ch- chug Jug with you? Is yeah. That right? Chug Jug okay. with you. We can be pro Fortnite gamers. <laughs> I don't know anything about it other than Bryn has shared it with me multiple yeah. times. Uh, as she should. And... That's the best fucking song. Especially after you just get a win, it's almost impossible not to break into that song. Made in town. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. I hate my fucking life. What's up? Shout out, Brent. Good shit. Good shit. Introducing people to the right stuff. There's another one. Uh, The Have you heard the Butter Barn Hoedown? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there's a um, in the uh, what's it called the festival Fortnite festival or whatever. Yeah. In the festival pass, uh, the free track gets you a uh, jam track called the Butter Barn Hoedown. Okay. And uh, Bren thinks it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and so she'll, she, she's gotten to the point where we play it before every single match that we go into. It's like our good luck song. And how many of those matches do you win? Um... <laughs> <laughs> So let's reevaluate the good luck song. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's fun, I guess. She's she's an interesting cat. Okay. Oh man. Well, now that I'm done shitting on Brent, I guess. Oh, that's not how I perceived it at all. <laughs> that's how she'll perceive it. <laughs> This is redo time. <laughs> That's not going in the episode at all. Oh, God shit. Damn. Uh, I want to get canceled. That's how you get canceled. <laughs> Any, anyway, the Hunting Pixels is the one and only official video game podcast not of for long. Culture Bop. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. What is wrong with me? Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. We're we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. I wish for as long as we're still alive. You know. Whoa. We'll we'll see how how the cancellation goes. Maybe it's not just a cancellation. Maybe it's a full on like people come and take our heads. That would be nice. Oh. I don't want to live in this world. I do. Quite like my time here. No. Okay. Well, just that me fair enough. I am hungry though. Yep, same. Dude, the fucking gym wore my ass out, and I am very hungry, and... Now it's time to um, replenish. Yep. So, given that uh, I have not replenished... (laughs) Yeah, it's about to be a very hungry episode. We might be hangry by the end of it. Yep. So... Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm your host, the one and only Bebop Man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined by one half of the duo that should normally be the co-host, and that is Dylan Sucking on Toes Martin. Um, just... I don't know why you would be sucking on toes. What are you talking about? I don't know. Where did that come from? Uh, do you suck on toes? Is that something that you do? No, but I didn't know there was a doc. Oh, no, I didn't write that. I just made it up on the spot. Oh! <laughs> hey! So, 
Jesus. And it even oh. says number one victory royale Martin. Oh wow, that's funny. <laughs> did you not type that in? No. Where the fuck did that come from? I well, I copied. I mean, a copy of the last episode, which was oh. one sixteen. Maybe I we think. did that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh. Oh, probably because we talked about Fortnite a lot. Probably. I mean, it's only slightly taken over everything. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, how how are them that toe sucking? No, I'm good. I'm I'm doing this hopefully so Jeff will send you more feet pics. I don't think I open anything he sends me. Okay, that's good because I don't either. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm too scared. Uh, same. It's not a. It's not good. It's not good. I don't know. Not good at all. Oh man. Well, uh, we're back. It's been uh, a little bit. What a week since uh, since Game of the Year yeah. wrapped up. All of our Game of the Year stuff wrapped up. Our predicts. Our predicts. Um, so we're back on our on our bullshit, as it were. Not uh, unlike um, previously mentioned Kanye. Uh, you know. Back, back to it, doing our thing. Um, so, I guess we should talk about what this episode's going to be about because <laughs> I don't know how to host a podcast. Uh, this episode, we're just going to do a catch up because we've been doing a lot of stuff and uh, we're going to talk about it. So, um, do you want to start with? Because mine are all kind of tied into one. Yeah, sort of. Um, so we both watched the Royal Rumble. We did. Um, Royal Rumble's great. Recent events have not been so great, but, uh, Royal Rumble, dude, I fucking forgot it was even the Royal Rumble. And then I sent you a message like five minutes before it started panicking because I was trying to sprint and get my shit together. And boy, am I glad I did in time because, Started off with the women's Royal, uh, Royal Rumble, and that shit was fire. I think yes, I liked the women's Rumble more than I did the men's Rumble, honestly. I I did as well. Um, <clears throat> there was so I I mean the the big stuff like w- the big thing with Royal Rumble usually is that like there's a bunch of like um uh like surprise entrances yes. and stuff like that and. Almost exclusively, that stuff happened in the women's match. Yeah, I don't. Um, one person made a return in the men's, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think that's <clears> right. I don't even remember and, who it was. Yeah, and even then, I think like the big surprise. I think uh, at least when you take into uh, account the um, the dirt sheets saying that uh, Brock was going to be back for the Royal Rumble. Um, I think Braun Breaker took his place or whatever. Well, Braun like, fucking I, I killed wouldn't... it. Yeah, he was great. He, he came in. He did his job. Um, Dude, he eliminated but... both Damien and fucking uh, not Damien. He Finn. It was Finn and one of the Usos, right? It was Jay. I think so. Yeah, I think he might have eliminated yeah. Jay, dude, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, I think so because he he came in relatively late and Jay was still in there, but uh, Jimmy had been. I had gotten thrown out earlier, yeah. I think. Um, but um yeah, it was it was uh I don't know. The the big thing I think with with that match in particular was like CM Punk was finally back. It was his first match back in WWE and I watched him when he did shit in A AEW and his first match back you could tell he was kind of like rusty or whatever, but like he didn't look that bad he looked awful in the rumble in my opinion like he was responsible i feel like for several botches uh and i i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe it wasn't his fault maybe it was like miscommunication or whatever but um i don't know i kind of thought he looked bad 
uh, all things considered. Yeah, I, d- I was um, not impressed with him. I hate to say that um, because I was very much looking forward to his first match, but I didn't feel good about it. And then, like, you know, he has the whole he got hurt thing here now going on. And I don't know oh, if that's yeah, real yeah. or not. That's the thing with the fucking WWE, dude. I never know if I'm being worked or not. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, well, I mean, we can go ahead and we can talk about it, right? Like, the the shit that's going on with Cody. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't fucking like that one bit. Because um, Cody fought his ass off to win the Rumble, and it was him and Punk in the end, and it was a great final 20 minutes of the, you know, men's Rumble, aside from some of the botches from Punk, and then... Uh, Cody capitalizes, wins two years in a row, first time in like 26 years, I think, or some shit like that, and then uh, points to the WrestleMania logo like he's going to go, and then last a couple nights ago on SmackDown, he gives it to The Rock. He gives his title shot to The Rock so he can come in in WrestleMania and face Roman to be head of the table, and it's like that does not coalesce with Cody's story at all yeah not even a little bit um I I I don't know yeah like you're literally your guess is as good as mine like I don't I I have no idea what the fuck is going on I don't either then I see some people saying it's going to be a triple threat for the title and I'm like no it's not because like if you look at what just happened in ring on Saturday or Friday like rock is super happy, you know, that Cody gave him this title shot. <clears throat> and if it was going to be a, a triple threat, it would just turn into a two. It would turn into a handicap match. They'd both tr- be trying to fuck up Roman. I feel like. Yep, exactly. So I truly hope that I'm being worked in some way or another. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, I'm, I'm at a loss, dude, but I am not a fan <laughs> of what's going on right now. Yeah, I 100% agreed. Like, I genuinely am, am baffled by, like, because we, we've kind of grown to expect that, um, you know, Triple H kind of, he knows what he's doing, yeah. right? Like, he, he's not the, the kind of person who's, like, going out there and making dumb decisions. Like, he's... Yeah, this one feels way dumb. Legitimately good at his job. He's not fucking Vince. But, like... For some reason, this was the route that needed to be taken. I'm genuinely very confused. Yeah. And I, man, I hope we get more between Monday and next uh, Friday. I keep trying to say Saturday. Next Friday. Um, but I kind of feel like this is the way they're really trying to go, and that's that's not good, man. Um, yeah. But... On the other side of it, the Women's Rumble was fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. Women's Rumble was fucking fantastic. Did, uh, so did, um, Bailey announce who she was going to be? Oh, shit. Um, I don't know if she did because I saw her in the ring with EO or damage control, but then I, uh, I lost, uh, I got sidetracked. I'll say that. But I have no idea okay. if she announced it or not. I can look it up. Because I, f- I yeah, thought it was. I did not pay attention to that at all, uh, and I should have. Bailey SmackDown. Um. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I'm playing. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I started playing Pal World right before this started. Oh god. Um. <laughs> And I have it in the background, but I just hear this chicken erupting in my headset. I thought it was you for a second. Uh, oh, my God. <clears throat> at me. All right. Seemingly chooses her. What do you mean, seemingly? Let's see. Who is this? This is Sports Kita. So I don't know how accurate this is. Um, leader of Damage Cole is expected to choose Ray Ripley. Why would you do that? <laughs> uh... She has a death wish, I oh guess. Oh, my God. I So, if that is the case, and she, um... If she does... Yeah, Bailey issues a warning to Rhea Ripley. Okay, well, that's awesome. So, if that happens, she's going to get squashed. 
And then uh, I don't. I actually think that it could be a good match. Bailey's a very talented wrestler. Yeah, she is. No, I enjoyed her but in the Rumble. I I do think that there is something that uh, like needs to be said about Triple H and his pushing of the people that he kind of like coached in NXT more or less. Um, maybe coach is the wrong word, but like. I do think that they kind of get preferential treatment when it comes to the uh, what what happens in the um, uh, the main roster now that he's kind of taken over. I, I I'm not saying it's bad, but I I do think that they tend to get a little bit of um, I, I don't want to say special treatment because they definitely deserve the spots that they're put into, but I don't think that Rhea was one of his right. Like I don't think that that happened i think she was like in the may young classic and then went straight to the main roster right i'm not or am i crazy i'm not entirely sure to be honest with you but i mean she has definitely put in the work like she's at every fucking show um yeah. even if she's not competing she's ringside with judgment day um she has a great social media presence on like what she does with Dom, even though we know that she's married to someone completely else like she still keeps the facade going with uh, Dom on social media and shit, and it's it's super yeah. fun. Um, I think she deserves every bit of the success she has. I think she's the best in the women's division right now. Um, oh, uh, by a mile, yeah. I think. I don't think anyone comes close, but I think Bailey is fucking awesome, and I think she put on a great show in the Rumble. Um, and I'm curious to see what she does wind up doing with Rhea because whatever comes next, Jade Cargill is going to be a huge part of it with her debut coming. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and I think, yep, like, 100%. seeing her just completely eviscerate Nia Jax um, in there, just throwing her completely over the top rope like it was fucking nothing, and then going toe-to-toe. Oh, Liv Morgan, she came back. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> about yeah. That. I, I loved Liv when she was, like, you know, before her inter- uh, injury and everything, yeah. and she came back, and I just kind of completely forgot because of all the other awesome shit that yeah was dude with jade at the end there like she showcased her power like, yeah it was fucking cool she, she's a fucking badass man and i can't wait to see her thrive yeah like i one of the things that like really did bother me with her stint in a aew is i really did feel like very often she was sidelined in favor of people who were uh i don't want to say less talented but, like, for lack of a better term, less talented. Yeah. She was sidelined in favor of them. And I, she's a star, dude. She, she has she, it all. She has the look, the physicality. She's a physical specimen just like Rhea is. And mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see those two clash one day, man, because it's going to be a literal battle of the power. And yep. seeing just how easy it was for her to pick up Nia Jax, she is going to throw Rhea around, and it's going to be the first time. I feel like maybe with Bailey coming, I don't know, but like I feel like it's going to be the first time Rhea has that just force of will going up against her. Like she is a star, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, agreed. Hundred percent agreed. Um. Yeah, uh, only other things I think to t- maybe touch on are just the uh, the two men's matches. Um, oh, they yeah. Were fine. Yeah, I forgot. I'm not even going to lie. I forgot that they happened. Um, and yeah, once well, again, rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 between the two, fucking Logan Paul gives us the right match. Like, yeah, I hate him. I, I fucking hate Logan Paul so much, but like... I cannot deny the dude's talent as a as a as a wrestler, dude. I fucking as a wrestler, hate it. yeah. Because um, I mean, it was a great match. KO came out with just some sheer, just raw hatred of Paul, like we all had, and just completely mm-hmm. puts Logan Paul through the paces. And then Brass Knuckles comes out, and I'm sorry, I just wasted my one and only like Pokeball equivalent in this game. So I. That was a live reaction to me <laughs> hating myself. Um, but he just comes out with the hatred that we all have for this kid and just decimates him. And then the fucking... I really thought KO was about to win, and then the ref just makes this bullshit siding of the brass knuckles at the end. Man, I was like, what the fuck? 
Like, now, now, what is this bullshit? What is this bullshit? Now everyone's going to hate Logan even more. KO's even more. Oh, just ugh. I hate it. I don't yeah. know. And then I forgot that Roman even had a match. Yeah. It came on second, which I thought was really strange. It was. I really thought that like obviously one of the one of the rumbles is going to is going to end the the show, but I was kind of perplexed that Roman's match didn't go on at least second to last. That's kind of that was kind of wild to me. Yeah. But but I mean, got it over with because of the two standalone non-rumble matches it was the worst or, or it, was, it wasn't as good as the other two we all knew yeah. Ro- what roman's gonna lose right before the fucking mania no. yeah, right exactly yeah so Dude, like i so i follow a couple of pages on facebook that are um like wrestling related and i do think that like there are people out there who kind of unnecessarily hate on roman like like Oh, what do you think's gonna happen? It's all so stale. He's just gonna win his matches, and I'm like, well, yeah, because he's kind of like dominant. He's kind of a dominant, like, you know, he's he's winning his matches because, well, not necessarily because he's the best person out there, but but because you know he's the god king of the WWE. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course he's gonna win, but at the same time, like. I, I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing because you get to build a good or well you potentially get to build a good story around it right uh, like when he's finally dethroned there's something like interesting that's going to go down there um, and I, I I don't understand the 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 hate that he gets from some of these people but um, yeah like at, at the Rumble like there's there's no way he was not going to win yeah. like. You, we're going into WrestleMania season. There's no way he's not going to win. I don't know. Yeah. Bo- I mean, boring two men's matches, but a uh, good women's rumble. Great rem- women's rumble, actually. And then a okay men's rumble. But yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, looking yeah. forward to what we got. Elimination Chamber. Uh, yeah. Elim- elimination Chamber. Probably not much going to go down there. Yeah. And then um, we got Mania. Yeah. At the time of the rumble, it was seventy days away. So I mean, we're hitting the sixty mark now, probably. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right to me. Yeah. So. Okay. Well. Um. Cool. Uh. You challenged me to do some stupid <laughs> shit. Um, and I'm going through with it. Uh, I have now watched the first three Twilight movies. Hey. Um, oh, man. You're a fan now. You're a Twihard. Um, yeah. Is that a... I think I, I don't I, like that I word. I don't know if I just made that up or not. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, I hope that you did. Because um, I don't like it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... I am uh, one of the few people who never hopped on board the Twilight train. Like, um, if I'm not mistaken, my ex at the time um, was really into them. I sh- maybe I'm making this up. Maybe maybe she just knew a lot about them. Maybe she wasn't really into them, but. Um, and it was just, I was like, this is, this is not something I'm ever going to be interested in. No. Um, so like, I'm not, I'm not going to go out of my way to see it. Um, so now I'm watching them and it's the first time I have literally, no, I, I know nothing about these movies other than um, the fact that uh, Team Jacob and Team <laughs> Edward were things. Um, so that's, that's all I knew. And, um, so the first movie, um, it's pretty bad. Uh, I wouldn't say it's unwatchable, but, uh, it's, it it is really not great. Uh, there are just too many things, uh, in my opinion that hold it back from being even entertaining. Like I, I really despise, the blue filter like it's not even 
I called it, I think when I texted you guys, I called it color grading. Um, it's not even color grading. They just slapped a blue filter <laughs> over it. And it's supposed to, I guess, simulate the fact that it's rainy in uh, in Seattle. Like, I, I guess that's what it's supposed to be. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of think that that's garbage <laughs> to, to be honest with you, but like, you know, whatever they, they did what they had to do at the time. Um, I don't really think that like there are many filmmaking merits that I could, I could lay upon it and be like, yeah, this is, this is all right. This is fine. Like even, even the stuff that like, I think is like maybe passable, like, uh, um, Robert Pattinson, uh, in it, like even that is like, I know where he has gone as an actor and to see him kind of like, I don't want to say lounging around, but like kind of just like going through the motions is like, well, damn, that, that kind of sucks. He's the only one I feel like, maybe Kristen Stewart, but he's the only one who's like, I think, understanding that this is not meant to be any good at all. Yeah. That it's just kind of like schlock. And so, like, he's the only one kind of like not trying I in a, in a weird way. Uh, I don't know. Just, I, I, anyway. Uh, so, like, I don't really feel like there is like any real, like there's nothing going on in that first movie that I kind of feel like is any, like anything. Like there's some weird things. Like I, I don't understand why every single person, and I do mean every single person in that first movie is just obsessed with Bella. Like the minute that she comes in from like another town, like everyone's trying to like date her and like, like fuck her and shit. And it's like, she just got here. I, I remember when new kids would come to my high school and it was like, Ooh, fucking weird. There's a new kid. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember that being a thing, not like everyone dropped what they were doing or like, Oh, like we got to date this new girl. We got to fuck this new girl or whatever. (laughs) Like it was just cool. There's a new person here, I guess like, you know, whatever. Um, so that was like really strange to me. And then like, I don't think that it's necessarily weird that Bella is obsessed with, uh, what is his name? Edward. Edward. God damn. I I don't really think that that's weird per se, but I do kind of find it a little strange that it's like reciprocated. Like, I don't know why he's also kind of like oh oh yeah like i'm this girl she's something else (laughs) like she's you know it just seems weird to me the whole movie is just very weird it almost feels like it's just a collection of scenes that are thrown together with no real like even the antagonist stuff like feels like it comes out of like nowhere like i like there is no push and pull tension between like the quote unquote villain and the heroes until like the final third of the movie. And like, it just doesn't like, I don't know. It never coalesces into anything that I feel like is, is uh, kind of, I guess worth putting your time and investment into. Um, It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. So there's that. Um, but yeah, just I don't know. Weird. Uh, New Moon is awful. There's nothing. There's nothing in that movie that's worth. Like, I the only thing that I can give it is that it actually looks like someone took the time to light scenes and uh, not color it terribly. Like, there's that, I guess. But yeah, it just nothing. Nothing in that movie works. The like. Again, it's a situation where, like, the final third of the movie is where all of the progression happens. Like, uh, up until that point, like, nothing is going on. It's just a hangout movie. And, like, then you're expected to be thrown into this, like, uh, 
really like I, I I don't even know what you would want to say about it. Like this really urgent, dire situation with Edward and the Volturi, and it's like, well, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> like w- the Volturi were barely mentioned in like the first movie. I think it was like said once, and now all of a sudden they're like trying to go after Edward. I I don't know. It just it it all was very strange and just didn't. Uh, I don't know. Just didn't coalesce into anything. Um, Eclipse. I kind of like Eclipse. Uh, it's not a good movie, but it has more going for it than the first two movies by a pretty good margin. Like, there's I feel like actual artistry on display in. Eclipse, like, it is the best looking one of the movies, and it is actively, I feel like, trying to say something. Um, I, I feel like it's very clearly about bisexuality. Uh, it's this girl who's torn between this sort of like twinky, like soft little, I don't want to say boy, and then like this hyper masculine, like, you know, ripped werewolf boy you know and it's it's like the masculine and the feminine and it's a woman like trying to decide between the two of them and there's even a speech that she says um uh something about like how uh she was torn between like being herself and uh or being oh god what did she say like who we she was supposed to be and who she actually is or something like that. And I was like, it's two, two genders vying for your affection and you're coming to choose like one of them. You know what I mean? Uh, Like I just, I don't know. I felt like it was very clearly about that. Um, and maybe I'm wrong, but like, I don't know. I, I felt it was there. I also felt like there were like that whole, uh, will they, won't they type thing, but deciding between two separate like opposing entities also kind of felt like inherently political like which side do you choose i should say american politics not just like politics in general because uh we're kind of the only one in the world with like the horrendous two-party system the way that we have it but it, it felt like a like a push and pull between like um Democrats and Republicans. And it also kind of like, uh, the, if I'm not mistaking, the ending of the, uh, uh, movie is like these people who are at the behest of the Volturi. So they're, they're like making like a little army or whatever, and they're coming to fight this small little town. And it, it felt very much like, a like, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it, but kind of like a, like, a, a caucus so to speak like this both of these groups like descend into this one small town to kind of fight each other i don't know it just it was there but part of the problem and like part of the reason that i'm having a hard time kind of like saying what i'm trying to say is that like it felt very muddy like it it, it was trying to say things just not effectively like it wasn't doing what it was it wasn't setting out uh, hang on. What it wasn't doing what it set out to do well. It was just doing it. If that makes sense, um, it's probably the best acted of the movies thus far, and it, uh, like I said, it is the best looking of them. But um, I don't know. I I still it. I liked it, but also like I don't think it's very good. It's it's one of those movies that like you feel bad for saying like you like it (laughs) if that if that makes sense like you're not supposed to like it so like uh uh, what what is the um the term what is what's the term for that like a guilty pleasure yes yes it's a guilty pleasure movie there you go so yeah not the worst movie i've ever seen but But far from the best (laughs) yeah so uh 
I have the last two movies left. Uh, they just dropped on Hulu, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move to get that taken care of. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Very curious for those last two. Yeah, um, I kind of know a little bit about the 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 last one. Uh, there's like some sort of like. Um, uh, weird thing that goes on between Jacob and the baby, I think, right? Is it, yep. am I, am I, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite know what it is, but I, I know that there's like something happens that like not is good. not good. <laughs> it's not good. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll, when I, when I get to it, I, I'll get to it. <clears throat> Alrighty. So, uh well all right let's uh i guess talk about what we've been playing uh we've both been playing way too much Fortnite. yep fuck that um shit. so uh we're we're done with that now though uh no, no more Fortnite for us okay. we're never yeah all right never playing it again all right. um no i'm just uh i i even if we wanted to believe that <laughs> Yeah, even if we believed that for even like a second, uh, there's 100% no way that that would happen. Because unfortunately, both you and I have people in our lives who are like, hey, you want to play Fortnite? And actually, we're that to each other. So, yeah. So, yep. we're never going to get out of it. Yeah, never going to be a cycle that we break. Nope. Uh, um, but yeah. How far are you in the battle pass, by the way? I just want to... Uh, I fell off hard, not for Fortnite reasons, but for, like, other game reasons. So, I didn't make it that far. Um, I'm all, I got, like, two, three pages left. Um, and what? And I don't even focus on the Battle Pass. Like, I just play. And at one point, I see, okay. like, I have, like, 40 stars. And I'm like, oh, I should go spend that. Um, huh? Fair enough. But, yeah. So, Sabrina's finished with it. I think you're finished with it. I think Austin's finished with it. Um, yeah, I'm finished with the, with the main Battle Pass. I'm on to the... Um the specials yes the the bonus rewards or whatever um so yeah and i'm gonna be honest with you um i did i'm this is a two-parter i did re-download destiny thinking that that would kind of take over my life again it did not i barely even want to play it um (laughs) and it's because it's bad yeah it's bad i don't like the season i don't like what they're doing and i have just bad worries for the future i think Mm. Um, I'm really trying because I wanted to platinum the original game, um, which is not hard because I had there's like a certain quest I have to do, and I think it's like a long one, and then I have to get all the subclasses for the Titan. Uh, class. I'm sorry, I just noticed that my pal started fucking up a rock for no reason. Um, oh. Um, so there's that and then there's like doing a uh nightfall on two the highest two difficulties so i was like i can do that but it's gonna be like a a year-long project i can't bring myself to do it right now um yeah and i'm not gonna lie dude power world's kind of fun so that's where i'm at right now um i've been playing just kind of mindlessly while you and i were talking rumble and twilight and um this is my kind of game because I can just kind of vibe and do what I want. It's like a, it's like one of those games I could probably pick up for 15 minutes or six hours. I feel like it's Minecraft um, with Pokemon, so mm. that sucks. Um, but outside of that, your boy started playing Persona Three. The Reload. Yeah. That's on Game Pass, right? It is on Game Pass. And as much as I told Austin that, he was like, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> what? <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, my God. He, this guy. <laughs> he bought it on PlayStation. So I was like, well, I'm just going to download it on that and play it since we game share. Um, mm. It is. I think Tawny said that it's the best of Persona 5 with the best story in the game, apparently. Or, sorry, best story in the franchise. So that enticed me because Austin was already trying to get me to play it. But when I read Tawny say that, I was like, oh, that's a substantial claim. 
Um, yeah, Persona Three is really interesting because it's it's it was kind of the inflection point where the where the series became what it what it is known as today. But it's also the darkest of that. Like from four, like four and five are like really really lighthearted in comparison. Like three is dark, dude. So I'm picking up on that, and I thought five was dark because of some of the. Uh, uh, just issues that it tackles, like, mm-hmm. I mean, the first like thing that mental health and mental suicide, health, and, and then the first thing that you're faced with with Kamoshida is sexual assault of a minor. Yeah, that's not okay. And I was like, this game is fucked up. And then the next one is like plagiarism of a student's art that essentially is causing some of these students of that master to kill themselves. And I was like, oh, okay, Persona is not a lighthearted game. Um, yeah, and then not at all. <laughs> no, and now I pick up Persona Three, and they literally initiate their personas by shooting themselves in the head. So I was like, "This is a yeah. start." <laughs> um, so I I did not play much of it last night. I was inebriated, and I don't really. I just kind of gravitated towards one game or another, and uh, but what I did play, I fucking loved it, man. Because I can tell already, it's going to be a very dark game. I. I have ADHD and I'm about to bounce from one topic to another. I need to fucking slow my roll for a second. Um, I think Austin said that it had really like gripping, flashy cutscenes when you initiate a persona, and he was very right. Like that stuff is beautiful, um, you know, minus the suicide. But um, already, like I can tell that this is going to be a journey to face one's own mortality, and that's going to suck. And I'll tell you, because I told him, this game takes place the first week of April 2009. Literally, that's when I buried my dad in my real life. So, Jesus, that was a crazy parallel and one of the most ironic things that could have happened. Because it's like, let me see where this game takes me, dude. Um, I love Persona 5, but my issue is like, I spend 30, 40 hours in a game and then I want to move on because I kind of burn myself out. Yep. Um, so I'm that far into Persona 5, but Austin's telling me that this one's a shorter game, even though it hits like 50, 60 hours. I'm still thinking, hopefully, if the themes connect like I think they will, this might be, um, this might be a fun adventure, dude. Um, I like seeing, I like seeing the familiarity of Persona 5 Royal because, like, I, I understand the combat system. I understand you know, who Igor is and all that. I don't like Igor's voice in this. I, I really liked that dark, nasty voice from Persona 5 Royal. This one's kind mm-hmm. of a grimy little guy. <laughs> like, I don't I don't like that too much. But uh, loving the characters so far, your classmates. I love the um, just kind of throws the whole squad at you right from the beginning type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Well, not whole squad. You get three people. But... Um, the dungeon, uh, uh, Tartarus or whatever it's called, is fucking wild. Like, it's huge, man. Um, yeah. So, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it looks really good. Um, I think that I would have wound up playing this, whether he bought it or not, from Game Pass. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm loving my time with it so far, man. I've played, played it for a couple of hours last night, and... Depending on how Pal World goes, I, I plan on playing it today too. So, we'll see. Uh, but outside of that, I've just been kind of dabbling and just dabbling, you know, like Fortnite, Destiny, whatever. Hell yeah! Well, that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah it's uh, I I came into the Persona series at Persona Two. The um, well, there were two versions of Persona Two. Uh, it, was, it wasn't Eternal Punishment. I don't think that's the one that I played. Uh, I think it was Innocent Sin. Hang on. Let me see. Persona 2. No, it was Eternal Punishment. Interesting. Okay. Um, so that's that's when I uh, first entered Persona. Uh, I remember seeing a um, uh, an ad for it in, I think it was GamePro. Um, or... Uh, maybe it was EGM, but I don't think I was reading EGM at that time. Um, 
I don't know. I, anyway, uh, so I remember seeing the thing and I was like, oh, yeah, this looks interesting. It's a little anime girl. She's purple and like, okay, I'm into this. Like, let me let me go seek this out. And boy, that game was uh, very hard. <laughs> very, very hard. Um, and I, I don't think I ever beat it. Um, and I remember when the third one came out, I was like... Uh, I don't know if I want to do this. And uh, so I, I didn't get around to three until right before persona Four golden. Maybe I can't remember if it was persona four, if it was persona four golden, either way, it was one of the two. They came out and I got to persona three and I was like, okay, this is actually really good. Like I really like this. And then I, I ran down the rest of the series and um, yeah, I, I'm excited to get to this, but um, I don't think it's going to happen for me until probably closer to the end of the year, simply because... Um, you got a lot going on. I, I've i got a lot of stuff going on, uh, which, I mean, speaking of which, uh, one thing that you wanted to, that, that you said kind of, I guess, struck a chord with me, where like 30 or 40 hours in, you start to get like a little... Um, uh, I forget out. the word that you said. Um, overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, and I'm playing Final Fantasy One right now, and I'm very close to being finished uh, with the platinum. Um, and my playtime right now is. Uh, let me just move over here. My playtime right now is at 14 hours, uh, and I'm almost got the platinum. Uh, and it, it could have been even shorter, but I took some time, uh, to do some, some grinding and I did not use the boost features that could have gotten me more, uh, gill or EXP. Um, had I used those, I could have, uh, um, actually been done probably, uh, the, uh I don't want to say two or three hours ago, but like, um, like I am currently over what I think I probably should be. I, I'll, we'll put it that way. Um, so, uh, I am going on record, uh, in the video saying that I think that final fantasy one is maybe the weakest game in the entire series. Um, and that's because, uh, this is something that I actually say in the script. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Um, I say that Final Fantasy, scroll down here. Um, okay. Uh, it, okay, this is my exact wording. So there you have it. Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3 all had their ups and downs, but it's helpful to think of them as the bones of what would come. Final Fantasy is the skeleton providing a structure to work off of. Final Fantasy 2 is the joints that made the series flexible and showed proof of concept that the games could change. And Final Fantasy 3 was both the calcium that strengthened the bones in the joints, but also the connective tissue that made the skeleton move. And... I really do think that that is a very good way to look at those first three games because a lot of what one, two, and three are are providing a base for everything that came out afterwards to build off of. One is kind of like the... These are the base elements that we'll have. We'll have dragons. We'll have these crystals. We'll have four warriors of light, you know... Um, and it'll follow these RPG structures. We'll have airships, blah, 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 blah. But outside of that, as a standalone experience, like, it's fine, I guess. But knowing that, like, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and even, even games that I don't like as much, like 12, 13, and 15, um, like, knowing that those are built from this structure makes makes this one even less of a of a strong uh like having strong feelings about it um but 
I've been playing the Pixel Remaster version, and there are so many beautiful and interesting things going on in here that, like, I've actually been having a really good time with this game. Um, I played it a little bit to gather footage for the video um, uh, last year, and then I I stopped at a point after, I think it was, like, the second or third boss because I was just like, I need to move on to other games uh, to gather footage for them. And now I'm going back through to play these games again to gather more footage just so that then it's not all just me sitting and talking in front of a camera. Yeah. And so I was like, I need to go through and I need to get at least some late game stuff from this game. And so I'm running through and I'm running through and I'm like, you know, if I use these boosts, like turning the encounters off when I don't want to have to fight enemies, like, okay, that, that makes navigating these dungeons a little bit easier. And then, uh, I actually started using the, the boost stuff, uh, to try to pump up for like these, um, like to basically just run through the last, like roughly three or four dungeons, uh, without much like, um, uh, like not having to spend way too much time, you know, working on them. And I have more or less turned this into like my, my podcast game or my, my YouTube game where I'll like, I'll turn these, uh, I'll turn on the boosts. I'll turn on a podcast and then I'll just run through battles, leveling up and, and getting more gills so I can buy, you know, the highest level spells or, or better gear for everyone. And like, it's just really working for me. Like I'm really, really having a lot of fun with it. It isn't good, but it it is scratching an itch that I kind of didn't know that I had. Like it's, it's kind of just like I wanted something that like had the sort of RPG elements, but it's not something that I need to spend a whole lot of time focusing on and spending a lot of like, uh, time and effort and energy in, in making happen. If that makes sense. Um, and yeah, the, the fact that I'm at the platinum, like, I think, uh, I need to get the last couple of story related trophies and I need to fill out the, uh, the rest of the bestiary. Um, but I'm, I'm there. Like I, uh, I've gotten everything done except for, for that stuff. And then, uh, once I get those last, I, I think it's only two trophies that I have left. Um, I'll have the platinum. So, so yeah, it's, um, I'm having way more fun with it than I kind of ever thought that I would, if I'm being totally honest. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's good stuff, man. It's really good stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Or, well, it's not good stuff. I sh- that's a bad way of phrasing it, but yeah. No, that's, I, I hate that just more and more games keep getting added to my shit because, I mean, I really do, after looking at the Pixel Remasters, I could definitely see myself getting into it, because that's right up my alley. And then with the kind of modernization of what you were telling me they did to it, especially with quality of life stuff, that's also right up my alley. Yeah, uh, I I think if if you wanted to play these games i think that this would be the way to play them um i i haven't touched i didn't touch on it but like one of the things i was telling you guys last night when i was thinking uh when i was uh talking about um this was the fact that um like they took the original sprites from the nes version of the game and basically re-rendered everything into a new um, engine that basically allowed you to add more color, but also to like recreate the colors that they had in the NES in, in like a, I don't want to say uprest cause that's the wrong phrasing, but like in a, uh, in a better manner, I guess would be the, would be the way to say it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, um, it's been very cool to go through and like look at all this stuff and be like, Oh yeah. Like awesome. This is, 
kind of everything that I've wanted in uh, in these old games. And uh, yeah, having having a blast with it. Um, it's good stuff. Um, so I think that's that's everything, right? Let's. I think so. All right, let's get these uh, picks of the the whistle uh -oh. out of here, and then we can um, we can. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Get out of here. Bounce. That's that's. Yep, bounce. Um, my pick of the week is from a channel that I shouted out. Um. The last episode that we did before Game of the Year stuff, I think. Um, CJDX. Uh, CJDX is a YouTuber that I found relatively recently. Um, and uh, they are, they make video essays about, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff. Um, but uh, the video that I'm shouting out now is called uh, Bo Burnham versus Jeff Bezos. And it is basically a breakdown of uh, Inside as a special and kind of goes into some real interesting philosophical territory about things like um, transhumanism and, uh, and capitalism and how some of those things intertwine. And it's, it's just, it gets really philosophical. It's a two and a half hour video but it's a very good uh, video. Um, yeah, go check it out. Uh, CJDX rules. Uh, they make just really, really great stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, check that out. <clears throat> All right. So mine is from a group called Dance with the Dead. And this song. Oh, I love them. Yes. So this. Do you really? Yeah, Dance with the Dead is fucking rad, dude. They're the ones who did, um, I think it was their last album, they had a, a crossover, or maybe not a crossover, but uh, they had um, John Carpenter do the voiceover for the opening song see, on the album. See, I could definitely see this being a John Carpenter thing, because, God, their fucking artwork looks like it's straight out of his shit um, yeah, on everything. they're fucking rad, dude. Well, I'm glad that you like them, so hopefully you can at least vouch for this a little bit. Uh song in particular that I'm looking at is called Sledge. So this recently came up on... Uh... So I've been utilizing the Spotify DJ a lot, and I think it's fucking rad because I'm used to making my own playlists. I'll do Discover Weekly and stuff like that to find new music, but the Spotify DJ will throw new music at me all the time. Um, and it's not necessarily that Dance with the Dead was new to me, but this song was. Um, and it kind of goes in tandem with just a lot of their music. It just has this... So it's almost like that kind of outrun, like, uh, retro wave type of music, but done in, like, an 80s, like, power ballad type of style. Like, it's much harder than that, uh, but it kind of gives you that same theme. It feels a little dated, like, it's just good, man. It's its own type of vibe, and, like, uh, I've spoken a lot about how I like retro wave and that outrun type of music, and this is just, like, a much harder version of that. So, again, it's Dance with the Dead. Um, just, song in particular is called Sledge, but just check out all of their music because um, it's, it's yeah. rad. Yeah, they're they're very good, dude. Uh, I was looking for um, synth wave music, uh, like, not last year, but maybe the year before. And, um, I, uh, came across them because they were, someone had said it was like a mix of synth wave and like metal. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to check that out. And then I did. And I was immediately like, oh dude, this is awesome. Yes. Like, this is really fucking cool, dude. Um, my personal favorite of theirs is, uh, I think it's. The Shape. Um, hang on. I'm going to look up the, the album, The Shape. Uh, no, Love to Death. The The Shape uh, from 2016, that album, yeah, is very good. But Love to Death is, is the one that um, I have listened to, like, repeatedly. Every song on that album is very, very good. Yeah. Um, 
like I'm so glad that you know who this is because if like you and Justin are the two people who I think would love Dance with the Dead more than anything. So the fact that you already know about it is fantastic and I'm wondering if he does too. Cuz this is like right up all of our alleys. It's just a little bit yep. harder. Yeah, that it is 100% up his alley and if he doesn't know about them he should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's time now, man. So check him out. Fantastic little group. Yep. Cool. Uh well, uh that's it. Uh so, you know, you do all the all the normal stuff. Go follow us on the on the socials. You guys you you know where we're at. Um, you know what we'd be about. And then, uh, if you like, you know, the stuff that we put out, uh, you enjoy, uh, I, I don't want to say our company cause that's not right, but you, you know, can enjoy, if you our, enjoy company. our company. Yeah. Uh, then subscribe consider, to our OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. Consider subscribing to our OnlyFans. It's, um, very cheap, you know? You can only have you only throw us a dollar and you'll get to see all of our feet pics and um, buttholes. Um, I don't know about that one, but <laughs> definitely our feet pics. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Patreon.com. You know, do the stuff, uh, and that's it. So until next time, goodbye. <laughs>